At $200, a Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're king! Only for Super NES. Listening to the SNES podcast with your host, Soul Blazer. Hello, everybody. This is Super NES Podcast. Uh, I am Greg, joined by always by Joe. Hello. We're doing episode number 203 this time around. Uh, and we finally take a look at one of the most popular and legacy games on the system, certainly one of the heavy hitters. Uh, we're trying to spread out some of the heavy hitters that we have left because, honestly, we don't have a lot of the huge multi-million dollar sale, game sales uh, left on the podcast. There are still some coming up, but we're trying to spread these guys out so that they're special episodes. But uh, I've been putting this one off for a while for reasons which we get into the podcast, but um, this game definitely deserves to be talked about. So we decided pretty much mutually, I think Joe and I, you know, we both had... had, had um, um, as far as um, as far as as far as as far as, as, far as I'm finally covering this one now, we're going to be covering a Super Mario World, a World Two Yoshi's Island on the system, which definitely is one of the most popular uh, games on this uh, on the system, and did and did as we're getting to spawn a huge legacy after it. So, um, I played this game back in the day. I never um, you know, I never beat it again for reasons which we we'll get into here in the podcast. But um, I definitely did play it, and then I. Finally, when we were getting ready to podcast, uh, went through, went through and played it and played it and beat it the first time, uh, like on my Super NES Mini because the game's included on that. So, um, Joe, I know that, uh, so I know that you didn't have Super NES growing up, but you did have, have access to one. Uh, what was your, what was your history of this game before the podcast? No history. Uh, so that's what made this one so special. And, uh, one reason why I was like, yes, we should t- totally cover this game. Um, so this is one of those games I had, avoided for years because everyone was like oh the crying baby mario it's so annoying blah 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 this could be such a great game but the crying baby mario that's all i kept hearing crying baby mario the crying baby mario so i put this off for the longest time also although it is super mario world 2 um it's a yoshi game and therefore like to me yoshi always like kind of came off as like that's a kind of like elmo it's the elmo sesame street we had sesame street we grew up with sesame street sesame street was cool elmo was introduced and it was clearly for the younger kids that's how i felt about yoshi yoshi was for the younger kids so um i had some you know obviously wrong preconceptions of what this game was and avoided it because of that um i've seen videos you know since you know um, and because of seeing different videos and everything else, yes, the Mario crying was still a big focal point, but the more I watched videos, I realized that like this game wasn't as bad as I had it preconceived in my mind. Um, mm-hmm. and then that's when, you know, you had brought it up that we should cover it. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I want to give it a fair shake. I want to go in like no preconceptions. It's going in just strictly as, you know, we're going to play this game we're going to try to beat it for the podcast and that's it and then you know kind of analysis do an analysis after the fact Hmm. so were you able to finish it i did not (laughs) 
Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I came close, but I did not finish yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. I mean, uh, fair enough. Um, you know, I think, like, you know, I think, like, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you're not the only person up there who has who had the same experience, preconceptions about the game. Yeah. So, um, you know, especially for somebody who didn't have Super NES growing up like I did as well, too. Um, so, yeah, uh, there are, uh, so, like, so, yeah, so I'm okay with this game being Super Mario World 2 because even though there are all differences, there are also, like, a lot of similarities to the first game. So, um, it was made up so the game was created by many of the same people, uh, and the same team, uh, at Nintendo. Uh, the EAD team that made Super Mario a world. Mm. Um, it, it spent a long time in development, like about four years. Uh, um, like with the game finally came out pretty late in Super NES life, um, uh, uh, life spam. Uh, it came out in Japan in August, uh, in August, uh, 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 1995. Uh, North America and Europe got the game just two months later in, uh, in October. And it finally released, uh, released in Oceana, uh, which is Australia, New Zealand and the, and the like, uh, in December. So, uh, late 95 is late, is late Super NES, not the last games for the system. I mean, um, I, I, if I remember correctly, Super Mario RPG would come out the following year. So, right. uh, while it was late, it was not the, um, the last game. Um, however, one benefit about the game spending so long in development and also because it came out so late in the system's lifespan was the processing power behind this. Um, this game, uh, this, this game, this game was the only game to use a certain version, uh, certain version like the FFX2 chip, um, uh, that was used, yeah, um, that was used for other, um, sorry, the Super FX2 is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, that was, that, that was used for other things. Um, the Super FX chip is usually used, it was usually used to give Super NES games 3D scaling and effects. Obviously, this being 2D, there's no 3D in this, but the chip is used to give the extra processing power uh, that the game requires, which obviously, if you play the game, you understand why, because uh, this really pushes the system hard yeah. as far as its, uh, um, uh, um, as far as the gameplay and everything. So, um, it's not hard to see why this game spent four years of development. Uh, the graphics, the, uh, the, the graphics in the game, they're all hand-drawn, which take, would take a very long time to do. Um, the, the music, uh, is, uh, uh, also, there's a lot of music in this game, so that also takes, like, also get to the last, it takes a lot of time, uh, for to develop. So, yeah, it, yeah, it just, like, it took a very long time to, um, you know, as far as programming hurdles to really push the system hard. And this game, it's not the most. It's not the most. It's not the most gra- graphically sharpest game on the system. There are other games for that, but as far as like sheer graphical prowess with the hand-drawn graphics or graphics and everything, this game certainly is up there, uh, like in a very like very limited list with like one or two other games that you probably could say that about. Uh, you know, definitely this. You know, the difference between this game and Super Mario World, which was launched in 1990, is just like night and day uh, as far as. You know, as far as how, you know, as far as how the games look and look at how they play, the, the, the how they program and everything. So, mm. um, the game was the game was ported to, to various systems, uh, systems uh, uh, in later years, which we'll get into later you know, later on the podcast. Um, the plot of this game is just, the plot of this game is interesting. It's still set in the Mario world, but it's set like in the distant past when Mario, Luigi, and Bowser like were all babies. So. Uh, even that young age, Bowser, Bowser was already a king, and he's already a tyrant. Um, he was told by his uh, um, magician advisor, Akamek, who, if I remember correctly, was an enemy in the, in the in Super Mario World, but this is really the first time that he was, like, fleshed out. So, yes. um, uh, he has been using other games since then, too, as well. But um, he was told by 
uh, the comic that Mario and Luigi would grow up to Foro's plans. So Bob was like, okay, well, they're babies. Let's just grab them. So uh, he, he sends them... Um, uh, so he sends them to intercept the stork, delivering the babies. Luigi gets captured, but Mario manages to, to, manages, to manages to fall somehow, like in the back of a Yoshi. So, and the Yoshi then, and the Yoshi and his friends then decide to try to re- return Mario to, to to his parents, having to go through a whole bunch of obstacle and enemy ridden stages along the way to do so. So, um, you know, cute story, uh, typical Mario story. I, I, I mean, it works like what it is. So. Um, but that premise right there introduces the whole unique aspects and, 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 the, and the unique ideas of the gameplay this game has, uh, as Joe mentioned, like, as Joe just mentioned, like for good and for bad. Yeah. So, um, since you've not played this game before, Joe, I'm curious to hear your thoughts about the gameplay. I mean, I love the gameplay. Let me tell you. Um, so this is where we first are introduced to the flutter jump for Yoshi. Um, we get yep. his cra- uh, his ground pound for the first time. Yep. Um, we get the throwing egg mechanic, which for yes. for me was great to see all these things because I really started playing the Yoshi games in the uh, Crafted Worlds um, release, which was I think Crafted World was Wii U, and then I played the one for the yeah. Switch. Um, I can't remember, yeah. but anyways. So I mean, there yeah. there Yoshi definitely has taken on his his own little moniker and he has his own little series and the way they do it. Um, and you definitely see the origins of that here. Um, being able to eat enemies and turn them into, uh, eggs to be thrown is really cool. Um, it's like pretty much, there's no way to run out of ammunition in this game. There practically is no timer. The only timer that you ever come across is either a, when you get, um, a power-up that we'll talk about later where you can morph into different weird things. Probably the weirdest thing about this game. And then, of course, when you get hit and Baby Mario is ejected off of you, um, right. you have a time limit to be able to you know, get him back. Other than that, there is no time limit to this game. So you are free to explore up, down, left, right, underneath things, and everything else to be able to find all the wonderful secret goodies that they have stashed in there. And we got everything from stars to flowers to red coins. So tons of collectibles in this game. Yep, definitely. Uh, yeah, so yeah, those are some of the good points you mentioned. Um, we might as well get into the re-releases since you already talked about that. Yeah. Uh, Yoshi, Yoshi's Island was re-released later on on the GBA. Um, and they added they, they added, uh, like they added an extra stage. For, uh, uh, so they, they, added, they added an extra stages. Yeah. Uh, like the, the, the version of the game, along with like like small like small tweaks. Um, that game got a very limited release, like the 3DS, like a very limited release. That's like you know it was like a one time like launch like launch bonus uh, uh, port. Okay. So um, if you see that game on 3DS, it's worth a lot of money. So if you, um, uh, for sure. So that 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 version, however, did get ported to more worldwide release um, on the Wii U virtual the virtual console. Hmm. So um, the uh, the game's also available on the Super NES Mini, as I mentioned before, and also um um and also um and also on the like also, like also on Switch Online, but for some reason, perhaps because of the fact that the GBA port did kind of cramp the cramp the playing screen a little bit, uh, Nintendo made the decision for those for, for like the later release for the later releases to use the original version of the game. So the one on there is not the one that has the extra stuff added onto it. Yeah, but, that makes sense. Uh, 
But yeah, it's trade-off because like I said before, yeah, actually you just but you also had a game port to the handheld to so like, you know, cramp game screen, blah blah blah, that kind of stuff too. So Yeah, and um, I mean to be fair, this game already has extra stages to begin with. So yeah. I mean, yes, it's nice to have like extra extra stages. Uh of course, you know, especially considering, you know, being it re released for the GBA would have been the first time it would have been re released. Um Yes. But also at the same time, like this game's already like God. I challenge you to hundred percent this game because I mean I put some effort into this, which is why I didn't beat it. Um, to try to collect anything and everything that was available in this game, and it is not as as easy as you think. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure I could hundred percent this game given time because I said, uh, uh, you know, my first time play, playing Super Mario World, I just like worked on like finishing the game. Right. You know, I didn't. Get, um, I didn't go back and 100 percent the game until later on. So uh, I'm sure I'm sure given time I could do it with this game too as well. But um, but yeah, Yoshi, you also brought, uh, Yoshi, you also brought up some great points, Joe. Yoshi definitely was a thing in most of Mario World, and he was popular for the game, which Nintendo decided to build a game around him pretty much right. for this one. However, 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 it really was because of this game that the, the Yoshi popularity took off to like whole new levels. But I mean. And, and and what Yoshi could do in Mario World is pretty limited because in that game Yoshi can like you know grab enemies with his, like his long tongue, which is still present here, mm -hmm. uh, to, to, to eat them. And depending upon and three different kinds of shells, you get the shells that the Yoshi the, the Yoshi can can absorb for to gain their powers of, the, of that Koopa for a limited time. That's pretty much right. about it. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, beyond that, Yoshi's just pretty much like a horse that you can just yeah. go around the game. In this game, though, in this game with the tongue ability still there, plus all the other new abilities, he really takes on a whole new life as a really like you know strong playable character and character like not just a mascot. Yeah. Um, and while Yoshi was already popular, as I just said, it was this game that really took him to whole new levels of popularity, and this is what gave the, and this would spawn the franchise of Yoshi, which gave us the games like Yoshi, Yoshi's Cookie. Um, uh, and and uh, a bunch of other Yoshi games I'm sure I'm forgetting about like right now. So, um, but and Yoshi's still very much thing. And Yoshi's still very much a thing to this day. Right. So, um, but yeah. So, um, so actually the role was reversed in this game. Super Mario World. Mario is the main character, and, and Yoshi's the, and Yoshi's the sidekick. In this game, Yoshi's the main character, and, Mar and uh, Mario's the sidekick. You're right. So uh, that's a very uh, so that's a very interesting way to uh, yes, that's very so that's a very interesting way to take on things for sure. So um, why don't we address the elephant in the room here, Joe? Just get it out of the way with since we talked about before um, the crying baby. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I, I understand why Nintendo did this because after all, they wanted to. They want to give the game a kind of danger feel to it, and like to be fair, Yoshi makes a lot of sounds in this game too, mm -hmm. which I do find some of the sounds. I do find some of so I do find I do find other sounds in this game annoying too, not just like the, the crying babe, the crying the, the crying Mario. Yeah. Like some of Yoshi's sounds, I find annoying. Some of the boss enemy sounds, I find annoying. So it's not just like so the false like the false starts with Mario. So. For better or worse, Nintendo made a choice when making this game to make it a very vocal game. Yeah. Um, I probably can't think. I, this actually, this actually, maybe this actually maybe one of the one of the one of the most uh, sound-filled games I could think of on the system uh, system for sure because of all the sounds that are present in this game and um, besides the music. Right. But anyway, so it made sense. You know, Mars a baby. That's how gimmick. He gets knocked off Yoshi. He cries. Um, you know. But, you know that makes sense. I'm perfectly okay with the, uh, I'm perfectly okay with that, like as a concept. 
Um, I'm not quite sure exactly how Nintendo could have tweaked this to make it less aggravating, but um, but yes, uh, because humans are particularly hardwired to find a sound of crying baby to be distressful. Right. So, um, but. Now I know that baby does not borrow the. Now I know that baby is very hit or miss with people. Some people I know who, who, who love this game had no problem at all with the crime baby. You know they don't mind it at all. Other people hated it. Uh, most people hate it as much as I do. You know, including there were a bunch of reviews back in the day that talked about this issue as well too. Yeah. So, this, uh, like, so believe me, this is a thing like you know this is a thing thirty, um, well twenty years ago when this game came out. This the, you know this is not the you know you know this is not you know this is not a new argument that we're having here. So. Like I said, so yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm not sure what they could have done. Have done. Have done. Have done. Have, um, you have done to change it. I think the whole like you have like you have like ten seconds or whatever to to get you to get Mario back uh, before you before you lose your life is a like a, like a fun gimmick. You know, I like that idea. And you can regain time or, or add on time on that uh, time on that uh, on that meter right. by finding power ups, items, and whatnot. So um, that. That gives you a whole gimmick, a whole, uh, um, a whole idea, which combined with, um, which helps make which helps make this game unique, which is one of many several unique ideas this game has. Um, you know, not all the ideas work fully. I'm sure we'll get into that again uh, later on. But you know, I think this the timer idea works great. You know, I'm perfectly ha- I'm perfectly happy and okay with that because while Yoshi can miss and die, it is nice to have a game where you're not immediately killed the moment you hit something. So you know you have the you you have the time to you have the time to quickly try to get Mario back, deal with whatever kind of crisis you're, they're doing at the moment, whatever. That's you know that you know that's very fun gameplay. So um, that said, man, I've always I, I uh, I've always played this game uh, in the past. I, I've always played this game with the music turned off because of that reason. <laughs> so um, which is a shame because the game has a great soundtrack, which we're gonna hear like later on. So. Um, however, uh, we recently were told uh, by I, I want to say it was probably um, you know our you know our boss over at Geek Aid um, <laughs> uh, who actually um, uh, who actually who actually told uh, who actually told us like, who actually who actually told us you know like about this. Um, I'm drawing a blank on his name like right now. Chris? I'm sorry, uh, Chris. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, there is there is actually there is actually um, um, a, a hack somebody came out with a patch that removes that crying sound that, 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 that you know, removes that crying baby um, you know, like from the you know, like from the like from the game. I did I, 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 I did test it in emulation. It works. However, I wanted to get the full authentic experience of this game, just like you did, Joe. So that's why I played it on the mini with that um, you know, um, you know, the crying baby like an all and force us out to go through it this time. Yeah. So um, it gets a little it's, to me at least it gets. It gets a little, to me at least, it gets a little bit less annoying as you go through the game and get used to it, but it's still not very pleasant. It's like, like I said before, it's like, I think maybe I'm okay with the, so it's like, I'm okay with the idea of the sound effect in general. I just kind of wish Nintendo had found, uh, um, you know, found a different way of doing it. So, uh, that said, like, that, that said, as you talked about already, the crying baby bothers some people with, like, more than others. So, I would say that if you like their, um, so if you're out there like Joe, who's avoided who's avoided playing this game because of that reason, I would just say you know don't uh, you know find you know either download that patch to remove the to, to move it or play the or play the game off or do something or, or, or play something mitigated. But that alone should not keep you away from this game because uh, because while it's why the why I do think that's annoying. Um, there's so much more this game has to offer besides that. So and it's not fair. Um, and there. 
like, there are many like, great games I love that have like one bad mechanic in it, but everything else in the game makes up for it to make it to, to make it still a very, very good game. And I think this game's the same way. So um, Yeah, and I mean to be fair, I played the game originally as it was intended, um, for the first pretty much the first world. Um, and yes, you know, that, that baby Mario crying can be a bit annoying, especially when, uh, it triggers a cat and your cat starts meowing along with it. Um, <laughs> that, that did happen while I was playing. So, um, I didn't have that issue. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, that didn't help the experience, Eddie. Um, that being said, um, like I, you know, I got the patched ROM you know, that eliminated the crying Mario. And I understand why the effect was put in there after playing the modded version of the game, because not having baby Mario crying and like triggering that thing in me saying that I got to go pick him up. It was very easy to, after getting hit to continue what I was doing and forget that baby Mario was not with me. And then I'd end up losing him. So the mechanic's there for a reason. And removing it, although, yes, it does help as far as, you know, the pleasure of the game in that time, in that moment. Um, but overall, it takes away from the game um, is what I learned. And, you know, this is one of those games that you have to appreciate every little aspect of it, including uh, Crying Baby Mario. Right. Yeah, for sure. So... Um, and but, also, yes. while we're still kind of talking about sound, I just want to, this is such a subtle uh, thing that I, I noticed, and like it blew my mind um, when it all came down to it. Did you know that every time you beat a world, a new instrument for the map music opens up? No, I, I did not um, I actually didn't realize that. Yes. So, so yeah. you know, you have the map music, and it's like that little, like, do-do-do-do-do, you know, sort of floppy yeah, thing. Sure. You yeah. After you beat World 1, like, a little percussion drum comes in. Mm. And then after you beat World 3, there's, like, another, you know, instrument that ends up coming into that. Until, finally, when you get to World 6, like, the world map music is, like, full and just, like, grandiose. It was, it was amazing. Like, it's just one of those things, like, I didn't pick up on it initially yeah but then like it just clicked and i was like oh wow that's so cool <laughs> yeah yeah i actually i actually did not i actually didn't realize that but now, now that you mentioned it i'm thinking about the music i think you're right um there are other games out there like out there that do a similar gimmick um um but i was like love a game uh, that does that you know for example like uh, fancy star 3 for the genesis mm. um as you add it um, as you um, as you increase your party members, your party members and your party size goes up from like one, two, to three, to, to, to three, to five, right. five. They keep adding on a new instrument, a new instrument like kind of the world theme. Yeah. So that you know, um, uh, so it goes from like one instrument with one person to five to five instruments. You know, like five people, and, that, and so that's a very like cool, like cool gimmick. So um, yeah, so uh, you, the fact that Yoshi's out has that though is like pretty cool. Yeah. So. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, sure. So um, uh, yeah, this is uh, um, yeah. As Joe, as Joe, Joe mentioned, this is a very like big game. Um, you know, like six worlds. Uh, uh, total, uh, uh, total, 
Uh, the code is like sort of like 48 levels. So um, let's talk about the similarities and differences between this game and Mario World. Because I said before, I do, I do think this game, I think this game has enough has enough his DNA here for it to really be considered a proper sequel to Mario World. Because um, the gameplay in many cases is still the same. Still like going through stages, trying to avoid or to, um, you know, you're trying to avoid attack enemies, collect coins, power-ups, whatever I have you. Um, there are still bosses to fight. Mm -hmm. um, I heard the end on like every stage. Um, the gameplay is still like very fast and frantic. You know, even more so than Super Mario World because Yoshi's just a fast character than Mario right. World. Period. So, um, so um, you know, uh, you still a lot, uh, a lot of the same tried and true. Um, um, you know, recognizable uh, classic bad guy enemies are, like in this game. So um, there, there are some. There are there are still some. There are a lot of new power-ups. We'll talk about those in a moment. But some of the classic power-ups are power-ups here too. That are here too as well, such as Star, which is Star, um, the Star Power-up, which gives you, which gives you the classic light visibility. Mm -hmm. So um, there's still mini game, uh, which you can play to try to gain like new extra lives. Um, uh, and there's still and there's still like hidden and there's still like hidden two-player mini games that you can play in this game. You are like playing uh, playing uh, Mario Brothers like the original yeah. game. So. Um, so yeah, so the gameplay still feels very similar to me enough. So the fact that, uh, um, so enough, so, uh, uh, like not the fact that, you know, I'm okay with, um, um, you're okay with like calling this a sequel, but, uh, obviously there are also, also, obviously there are also, there are also like some big differences. Um, you know, Yoshi, Yoshi plays and handles very differently than Mario does. So it does take a bit to get used to that for, uh, for sure. So, and Yoshi has so many abilities in this game, which already I talked about also. Uh, the power-ups, the, but the unique power-ups that Yoshi also has in this game, like, pretty fun. Um, for example, one, for example, like, one of my favorites, like, is the watermelon. Yes. I like, like, that's Yoshi, like, shoots seeds from his mouth like a machine gun. Yep. So, um, and if the fire enemies also turn his gear, uh, fire enemies, the fire enemies, uh, uh, also, go, um, also, uh, also, uh, also can turn, like, to a, um, you know, living walking through a flamethrower, yep. which is also like a uh, a lot of fun. Um, transforming Yoshi into vehicles is a lot of fun. I remember seeing cars, drills, helicopters, submarines. Like, I, I'm not sure if there's anything else. But... Yeah, that's what I have marked down was uh, helicopters, submarine, cars. I totally forgot about the drill, actually. So <laughs> yeah, um, being able to being able to uh, fire fire eggs off obstacles and whatnot. Yes. By um, uh, 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 but, but it's also but it's also um, but it's also like a lot of a lot of fun. Up to six, you know, up to six eggs can be stored that way. So uh, you actually like so so you actually get like, you, know, you actually you actually get set it up set it up like like a trail a trail of eggs behind Yoshi following following you go through the stage mm -hmm. stage was like very cute. So um, <laughs> yeah, this whole game just oozes cuteness. Yes, and even though but even though it is cute, it is still it is still a game that adults you know adults can enjoy and play for sure. But um, well, I think this game overall is a bit easier than Super Mario World. Um, I do think that um, so I do. Uh, there definitely are some very challenging, challenging stages, um, and some challenging boss fights in this game for sure. So, yeah. um, but uh, what do you think? What do you think about the differences? Uh, the differences, like the overall like difficulty level. Jack? So, like my notes were very simple with this, and it was literally um, I put prequel, sequel, question mark because. It is a prequel, but yet, like you said, with the game design, 
um, with the different ways that you go through the levels, it very much feels like a Super Mario Land 2, and it's definitely earned that title for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, like, it's Mario simplistic, and like, although it is Mario simplistic, there is some challenge there, just like in Super Mario World. Like, it's still Mario. There's still that, you know, you jump on people's heads, collect coins, get extra lives, like, that simplicity that everybody knows, but there's also that challenge. And just like you had Star Road in, you know, Mario World, here in Yoshi's Island, you got the secret levels that you could unlock, and then even in the levels themselves, there are some things that you have to kind of really go out of your way. Like, those daisies are not easy to grab. Some of them are hidden. Some of them you have yeah. to shoot the eggs at the clouds. Some of them you're just shooting eggs at random places on the level, and it just magically appears. So, right. I mean, there was definitely um, more of an emphasis on exploration in this game, which is one of the reasons, like I had mentioned earlier, about there not being really a uh, time limit. Um, the only time limit is when, you know, you get hit and lose baby Mario, which you can, you know, superficially enlarge by collecting stars. Um, you pick up the, like the little baby star things and that extends it by a, a second every time. So, you know, I think you can go up to 45 seconds. Like they give you quite amount, uh, you know, a large birth of time in which you can, um, get Mario back, especially if you're going and grabbing everything. I loved um, that not only did the red coins uh, make an appearance in this game, but now you also have the daisies as well as um, the stars to, you know, like I said, um, increase that time to be able to catch Mario. And the daisies are really cool because they, you know, it seems um, uh, almost like ridiculous that you're picking up these flowers while you're going, going through the level. Like there's no, you know, initial like... Um, what do you call it? Um, purpose to them. It's just yeah. something to c- to collect. You know what I mean. And then it's only once you get to the end of the level, um, when you go through the little circle at the end, that the daisies show up and it becomes like a roulette wheel. And if you land on one of those daisies, you have an opportunity to either a win some lives or b end up scoring a power up, which will help you in the next level. Um, and I thought that was a really cool way of kind of progressing from the goalpost that was in Super Mario World to right. now this is the evolution for Super Mario World 2, which is cool. Um, uh, what was the other big thing I was going to mention? Um, I mean, being able to bounce eggs off of the you know the sides of things that right. in itself there there are different points in different levels where that actually that's a mechanic like you have to do that because there's no other way to be able to get to the enemy um or pick up coins or you know whatever it is um in the level um what so you know i'm just gonna skip to, to the to the end so baby bowser let me tell you like that final fight um, was quite hilarious. Um, I unfortunately did not get to experience it myself. Um, I had to watch a video, but I loved like you fight baby Bowser and like that typical, like Bowser fight, you know, you're on the ground yes. with them. Yeah. You hop on his head, you shoot eggs at him, whatever, you know, you get them and you, you knock them out. But then it switches to a 3d perspective and you have to start shooting eggs out towards a, large bowser 
that Kamek has basically enlarged Bowser to come and attack you. Um, and that's, oh my god, like, th th there's one thing I have to say about this game, and I'm, I mean, we're going to touch on it soon anyways, so I'm just going to get it out of the way now. Like, this game is gorgeous in every way yes. possible. And this final boss fight where, like, you have Bowser in the background and you're shooting eggs at him while avoiding other obstacles is the pinnacle of graphics on the Super NES, in my opinion. Like, this is something that you would see on a 32-bit system, not a 16-bit system. Um, and yeah. they pulled it off great. Like, from what I saw from the videos that I saw, because like I said, I didn't get this far, unfortunately. Um, I did not see any slowdown. I didn't see any lag. Um, it, it handles it like a champ. All part of the benefit, like, it being, like, a late Super NES game, like, that's, like, that's like Super FX2 champ. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Sorry. And I do love the the fact that at the, after you finish the level, they show you a chalkboard checklist of everything. Yeah. So it keeps you wanting to go further or go back and collect what you've missed. Yeah, I also love the idea, like of like the Yoshi handing off the you know, handing the big Mario, uh, like Nick Yoshi in line. It's like yeah. okay, like here you go, here's the package. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, relay system. You know, give across the kingdom. So yep. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those are all, yeah, those are all the great points. I, I mean, I, I mean, this game oozes cuteness. You know, that's what I just said. Even though it is, um, you know, obviously designed for kids, because back then Mario was still like a very much kid franchise. Right. I mean, like, adults could still play this game and have a lot of fun with it too, like those reasons. But um, the graphics, I love that they did the graphics, because a lot of games have hand-drawn graphics with great graphics in this time period. was great. But they gave this... Um, you know, they chose to give this game a very like coloring book look to it, yeah. as far as the um, as far as the graphic went, and it looks great. Um, it's just like it's like you know, you know that's why I said before, there there are a game system with better you know, overall better graphics, but as far as the whole two D hand drawn look, this game is top on um, top of the list as far as that goes. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, but, yeah. look, Star Fox was amazing for its time, and it blew our minds, but it looks like crap today. This, on the other hand, not only looks great, but it still looks great here in 2023. Well, 2D is timeless. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I mean, that's why a lot of people, you know, you know, you know that's why a lot of indie games that could come out these days, and even some major releases, um, or like 2D or, or 2.5D, as far as the you know, as far as the graphics right. go, because it is timeless. But so, um, because 3D, while it looks good, um, can can age very badly. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm like, I, I'm like, I mean, I mean, just, just, I mean, just like most early PlayStation's and Saturn games, right? Uh, for you know, for games for that for games that did not age very well as far as as far as that goes. So um, nowadays, it's not really nowadays that's not really so much of a concern because we have hit the point of very diminishing returns, right. where the graphics are really the graphics are really are really are really are really, are really going to be improved. With, you know, a little beach time, but you know, two D graphics, two D graphics. You don't have to worry about that. You, you know, it's always going to be timeless. So, um, the music in this game is also great. It's a great soundtrack. You know, it's a shame I play. It's a shame I, I played it. I played it for so long with the music turned off because it really is an amazing soundtrack. Yeah. Um, it. I I have more nostalgia for the soundtrack for. for, for, for um, uh, you uh, you have the soundtrack for, Super, for the soundtrack for Super Mario Brothers three and Super Mario World. But this soundtrack is you know, this soundtrack is definitely way up there as far as that goes. Um, you know, it's a great soundtrack. Like this game for sure. Yeah, I, I mean th that was one of the two biggest praises I had about this uh, game is that the graphics and the music were just 
top-notch, gorgeous, fantastic. Yeah. The, yeah, the controllers are tight also because, like, you know, this is a typical Nintendo platformer. It's like you, where it's like you, you, you expect and demand and you always get very tight, precise controls. Yep. And this game's no exception. It's like, you know... There are some things that are very hard to, very hard to figure out, to figure out at first. You know, trying to, you know, you know, trying to handle all Yoshi's abilities, abilities that I already mentioned before, but you want to get the hang of it. Um, you know, um, you know, goes like pretty smoothly. The, the only things, the, the only things that still had issues with was trying to get eggs, or, or trying to bounce and aim certain eggs at certain points. Yeah. Uh, can always be challenging, which is supposed to be challenging. You know, the game wants it to be hard, but, you know, I, you, the, the market, the market of a good platformer is when you die, you feel it's, you feel it's your fault, not the game's Correct. fault. Correct. And this game, and then this game lives up to that fully, as far as that goes. So, um, but, yeah. What do you think about the overall difficulty of this game, Joe? Do you find it be, uh, um, you know, did you find it be a bit easier than, the, the, um, um, easier, the, easier to, easier tomorrow world, like, like I did with, like, overall? Um, or, so what were your thoughts on that? I, I definitely feel like it is easier than Mario World, um, but also, like, I think that's the design of it. Like, you can do a bit True. more with yeah. Yoshi. Like I said, you got that flutter jump that lets you float, and, like, you can, like, spam that ability. So you can hover for quite a bit of time um, to be able to find and get to wherever you need to go. Um, and obviously throwing eggs, it's easy to clear out enemies, you know, from a distance. So there's less of a chance of you getting hit by stuff. Um, so there's definitely things in there that can make it easier than the first Super Mario World. Um, but also, like, if you wanted to go crazy and you're just looking to try to beat the game and you want to, like, just treat it like a Mario and not use any of Yoshi's abilities and try to do it like Mario and just run and jump and stomp on enemies... Um, there is going to be a challenge there because there are certain things that are, you know, designed for the new mechanics of working with, uh, you know, the eggs and everything else. But, you know, overall, I, I did feel this was a little easier than Super Mario World. But like I said, there, there's still a challenge there if you want to go for it. Oh yeah, sure. I think yeah, yeah. I think it's a very yeah. I think it's a very important distinction to make, which I want to make sure that I mean, which I think we made, but I just um, you know, but I would say it's to be sure yeah. if you just want to like, just want to play the game normally um it's not that bad if you play 100 the game especially without any help right. good freaking luck because you're gonna need it <laughs> this game i mean mario world was not easy to fight but mario world was, mario world was not easy 100 right. this game's like three times as hard yeah. so because you know that whole like you know shooting things at the right spot just to just unlock something um is I, I I I I've never been a big I've, I've never been a big a big fan of that myself personally. Yeah. But I mean I mean the whole game's the whole game's not it, so it's fine for what it is. But I'm just saying, you know, this is a very difficult game to 100 percent for sure. And, so. and I was surprised by how random that whole shoot an egg in the into the void and hope that there's a secret there was because, um, you know, playing the newer games like uh, Yoshi's Crafted World, which I'm going to use because that was really the first Yoshi game that I played outside of uh, any Mario games. Mm -hmm. um, right. Like, by then, you know, they had had two other Yoshi games in between, and they had gotten to the point where they were showing, like, kind of like a ghostly apparition outline of, like, where something is. You So you knew where to shoot your egg, and you knew what you had to do, um, so I think the newer games are definitely a lot easier than this adventure here, um, in that aspect. 
oh, sure, definitely. You know, you know, um, definitely agree with that, that's for sure. So, um, so, uh, yeah, so this game, this game obviously was very, very popular, like all those things we mentioned. Um, you know, it is a Mario platform game, it does have it Yoshi, et cetera, et cetera. But, side note, this was actually the last Mario, this was actually the last Mario platformer game to come out Kind of like for over like ten years, but because we, because we would we wouldn't see another Mario platformer game until flying to the groundbreaking Super Mario sixty four, uh, flying um uh flying sixty four in nineteen ninety six. So so it's a good thing this game was so was so good because it took a long time before we got another one. But um, the game sold very well during lifespan, like over four million copies. Uh, reviews of the game were overall were overall positive. A few a few small complaints nitpicks nitpicks of the game which um you, you know we've already talked about before you know you know such as a crying baby but um but uh yeah so um this game this game definitely is this game definitely is a pretty easy one to recommend you know especially if you enjoy platformers platformers like at all i mean it's like if you're a fan of mario at all uh or, or mario world this game definitely is no brainer to pick up and play and like i said and we already talked about before ways you can mitigate or deal with the the crying baby mario issue of like if it's um, you know, um, you know, problem for you, but, um, I think this, this, this is also, this is also, this is also still a pretty, like, beginner-friendly platformer to play, I think, both because of the very cute graphics and also because of the fact that the overall gameplay is not that hard. Hmm. Um, you know, you know, like I said before, the fact you have time to get Mario back, back in your back before you die is very, like, it's a very forgiving, uh, gameplay mechanic, so... Um, I think overall, for those reasons, this that you know this game this game is definitely worth the praise it's gotten over the years. It um, still holds up very well today. Um, it's a very it's a very fun, competent platformer. I have more nostalgia for it and I enjoy it than um, you know you know and I enjoy overall Mario Three and Super Mario World better than this game. Having said that, however, you know this is still an amazing Mario franchise game. Yeah. So. <clears throat> And I'm I'm just gonna leave it like this. This is exactly the first note I put on my page when I was writing up everything um, for this. Um, in my opinion, which doesn't go for much, but you know I'm here on the podcast, so I get to express it. Uh, as much as mine. But. This is not only a perfect game, in my opinion, but I think it is definitely the most perfect game on the super nintendo this is the super nintendo operating on all cylinders 100 percent, giving you straight entertainment straight great great gameplay good innovation um good use of the mode 7 like everything is showcased right here if there was one game that someone said i want to see one super nintendo game and i want to see what the super nintendo was all about with that you know one game i would pop this in and i'd say here you go this shows everything the system can do. Mm. I totally understand why you would say that. Um, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, um, I'm not sure. I 100% agree because I think there are a few of the games that uh, have uh, a few of the games. The system, the system that could get this one like a run for its money. But having said that, it is definitely a, a great. Um, it is definitely like a great game, an amazing game, and I totally understand. I know why I would say that because it definitely does like you know, push things. Um, Got it very hard in the system, like for sure. So, um, before we move on to any, uh, so we move, so, so before we move on to finishing topics, is there anything else, um, that you want to say about the game uh, to kind of wrap things up, Joe? Anything else that we left out? No, I think we pretty much hit everything on here. Um, yeah, that's basically it. 
Well, um, you know, this being a Mario game, of course, um, you know, and um, so and this game being as big as it is, there are of course a whole bunch of um, there are of course a whole bunch of cheats and secrets <laughs> of this game, um, which which I could spend probably a good hour just going over myself. Period. But um, I will attempt to I um, um, I will attempt to talk about talk about briefly here the most the most the more the most, the most interesting ones. Um, there's a code in the game that you can use to go directly to mini games. Like we just want to play uh, play them, which is nice. Yeah, nice. Um, there are some glitch. There are some glitch. There are some glitches. Glitches in the game. You can carry big eggs or big eggs at the levels with you. Uh, you can, um, you know, you can, uh, I, I, you can use coins to coins to warp, uh, coins to warp to the next level. Hmm. Uh, they're they they're, uh, they're duplicate red coins to be found in the game. You can actually eat baby Mario, <laughs> which is frightening, but. Um, you can, you can, um, uh, you can disable auto-scrolling and levels that have them. Uh, you can, you can also get a, um, a life, there's also, you know, uh, there's also, there's also a life underflow glitch where if you do it correctly, you warp, you warp the counter around and give the ocean 999 lives. <laughs> um, there's a no egg, uh, um, there's, um, you, you know, there's no egg, uh, glitch, uh, in which, like, you know, eggs, like, don't show up, hmm. so... Um, but, uh, but it can cause the game to hang if you do it, uh, improperly, right. so be careful about that. Uh, and there are ways to warp, to warp rooms to certain worlds to skip, uh, uh, um, uh, to skip stages. Uh, kind of like the old, like, uh, warp pipes that the earlier, uh, Mario yeah. games had. So, um, so, uh, um, let's see, I'm just, uh, I'm just looking through here, like, real quick. Uh, yeah, a whole bunch of other secrets in this game, uh, you know, um, like whatnot. Uh, I think those are all the uh, codes and uh, codes and glitches that the game that the game actually has. Which you know, you know, being as a um, you know, being as being as being as big a program as this one is, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that there are like a few cheats. Yeah. Uh, you know for sure in this one. So, but um, but anyway, um, so on eBay, this game is very common. Obviously, because uh, um, obviously, it's, obviously, obviously, it's, it's, it's going to be common because the game sort of because the game sort of sort of forming sort of like forming copies. Um, this game, this game, uh, the, this game is somewhat more expensive than you might expect to see a Super NES common game like this. But it is a Mario game. It is um, um, uh, and it is a first party game. And for those two reasons to, to combine, the game just tend to hold its value like pretty well. Um, so, uh, 154 copies of the game are currently, are currently listed on eBay. I had time to, to time to research. 425 copies of the game that recently sold. So, like I said, people were a lot. This is a very common game. Uh, these prices include shipping. Uh, carts, carts of the game sold anywhere from 25 to, you know, 25 to $70. Yeah. So that's why I said, like, $25 for this game kind of seems, kind of seems a bit high, but, but, um, you know, when you think about it, you know, you know, Great game, Mario game, Nintendo game, etc. The, the, um, you, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, it's all like influence the price. Yeah, and I mean, as far as the physical game for the SNES, that's not horrible. I would definitely spend the twenty dollars no, yeah. for it. But also, like, I was looking, and if you um, have the GBA, you're better off getting the Mario Advance Three Yoshi's Island because that one's like five yes. bucks. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, CIV copies of the, uh, uh, co- copies of this game ranged wildly in price, depending upon how good you know um, that they were. Uh, a complete 
complete but very beat up copy of the box manual and the and the, and the game so um I, I sold the low end for, so, so like sold the low end the low end for sixty one dollars. However, uh, however, pristine mint complete all inserts included everything the whole nine yards copy of the game so for whopping eight hundred six dollars recently. So um, yeah, major changes. Uh, I mean, like the price of this game, but um, but yeah. So um, if you're if you're somewhat short by short on funds, you know you know this game is available uh, on the Switch as long as you have that uh, you know um, you know as long as you have the, uh, you know the basic the basic membership. Uh, play play the game that way too as well. There's even there's even there's even like fan made. Uh, "Quote unquote sequels and hacks of this game out there that you can also find, oh, yeah. uh, which add, um, uh, uh, which add on like whole new stages and game mechanics, which which is like more testament to how testament testament as to how much love this game still is today. Um, it's a shame we never got another. Yes, uh, yes, yeah, it's a real shame we never. It's a shame we never got another um, you know, another game like this because I think that while while there have been a while there have been a, while there have been in recent years uh, several. Very good, I think. 2D uh, Mario, like Mario Platform games. There's just something. There's just something unique about this game, with the like the love and time attention that the, the, the attention that was poured in this game. Like I said before, four years development time, hand drawn graphics, blah 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 blah. Right. Um, that really make it unique. It's um um it's it, um it's like it's like a handful of games that came out at the right time, at the right place, and you can and and and. Um, and while you can spiritually copy it and, and make for a fun game, you're never going to be able to pass this game because to pass this game because of that unique combination of factors uh, that what the game you know that made the game what it is at the time it came out and those are like factors that come into play. So this is a, like so this is really one of those like really like really legendary games out there as far as as far as video games go. Period. As far as like you know, perfect storm of combination of factors of hardware and programming and timing and characters and whatnot that all made it a, a very um, you know a very unique experience. A lot, a lot of reviewers of the game uh, of the game contemporary reviewers have commented have, have, um, um, have commented the fact that Yoshi's Island is a game that been that's been much imitated. Mm-hmm. Um, much imitated, but never proved. So, and and so, I'm forced to agree with that. I'd, I'd really like to have the last word, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, this, this you know, <clears throat> they you did, they had Yoshi's Story for the for the N64, which I mm-hmm. I didn't play, so I don't know how that differed from this. It's and, a good game, but it's a very different game. But it's a good game still, like its own. Yeah, rights. and I know that opened the door for eventually uh, Woolly World, which, which you know I talked about earlier for the Wii U, and then Crafted World, which came out for the Switch. And Woolly World and Crafted World, very much, and I'm sure I'll get some hate, but it's true. Like they feel very much the same, um, except for one's made of yarn and one's made of like paper. Um, and I, and I know that there are other differences and whatnot to those games, but those like visually is what you see. That's that's what's different. Other than that, like the the graphical um, capability of the systems now, like it's okay. Well, let's do like th- this game was all done with like hand drawn sprites and made it look like mm-hmm. a coloring book. So they kind of kept that arts and crafts style going forward. And like I said, I don't know how it was on Yoshi's Island for the N64, um, but like absolutely for Woolly World, they 
Yoshi looked realistic as far as like being made out of yarn. A lot of the different uh, set pieces in the levels, you, you could tell it looked like handcrafted knitted yarn. Um, it was quite amazing. And even Crafted World um, with the paper um, aspect, again, like origami and stuff like that that's being done on the screen. Um, it's, you know, it pushes the, the uh, graphical aspect and the art aspect of the games. But as far as core gameplay, it's all been the same since, like, basically this game here. Everything you see here is in those later games, just slightly more elevated. Yeah. No, I agree with most of that. Uh, you always have to mention. Uh, you have to mention, of course, the gold standard. The, the gold standard, as far as like uh, the gold standard, as far as like paper paper games go. The, uh, 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 the uh, the uh, Paper Mario franchise. Right. So, which which is a very cool mechanic. It's a mechanic mechanic. Um, it does look yeah. great. You know, some you know you have some you have, you have some of the same folks work to um uh. I worked in both games. I'm sure they got the idea from like uh, Yoshi's Island, yeah. probably. So, but, um, but yeah. So, yep. Those are all the great points, uh, uh, for sure. So, yeah, yeah. This game definitely is a classic. Um, you know, like I said, um, you, um, you, I mean, like I said before, you know, if you, if you are annoyed by the, so if you are, so if you are as annoyed as I am by that crime baby Mario mechanic, uh, I definitely encourage you to find ways to mitigate and or remove that, um, because there are definitely are ways. Um, you know that one thing should not should, that that one thing that that one thing should not be holding you back from uh, um, from otherwise you know you know what is a very great uh, uh, you know well programmed and well put together yeah. game for sure so but um, thank you everybody out there for listening to this uh, episode uh, we certainly very much appreciate it like I said before we do have a few heavy hitters still left in the system this is the cover um, you know the um, you know the you know, there definitely is there. De- there definitely is Secret of Mana, and there definitely is a few, a few other games that sold very well and or are much are much loved today. So we will sprinkle those out as the as the months go on. But like I said before, we appreciate your patience. If you were waiting for this episode for a long time, you know, it's like I said before, we just didn't want to cover all the heavy hitters like right away. So, um, and this probably this probably was the biggest game left to cover in the system as far as like popularity and um you know, and or sales. But there are some, yeah. Uh, but there are some other games coming up still. If you're if you're waiting for one of those games, you know, I, I, you know, we always appreciate your patience as far as that goes. Um, next time on the, on the podcast, we'll be covering a game that's not quite as well known, obviously, but is, um, uh, but it's a very, uh, but it's a very interesting game in its own right, uh, for sure. Uh, this was a, you know, this, you know, you know, this is a fan suggestion, a fan suggestion for us, and we want something breezy to cover after, like more of the more of the meat grinder slog that Yoshi's Island can be at points for sure. Uh, we're going to be looking at uh, Capcom's port of their arcade game, Magic Sword, on the system. This is a game I remember playing back in the day. I don't, I, I, I don't remember too much about it right now, so I'm curious to see how it holds up and how it is vis-a-vis uh, its original uh, arcade version. So, and, I don't, and, I, and I remember correctly, Joe, you have no experience at all with this game like whatsoever. So, yeah, I don't even remember um, the arcade game, so this will be fun to uh, check out for sure. It's a pretty typical game. Like, yeah, you know it's pretty typical of the time for you know action uh, action fantasy based hack and slash game. So um, you know you play you play games similar like you play you played games similar to this before. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, so, I'm sure. Um, but anyway, um, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, you can leave them. Uh, you can leave them on Facebook group, or you can also send me an email if you want to at the SNES Podcast at yahoo.com. 
Uh, we also are a proud member of GeekAid.com, where you can find this podcast and many other great uh, podcasts, both like retro gaming and non-retro gaming related. Uh, Joe, where can I reach you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at J-O-E-S-U-X-3-0, and I have a very public Facebook. And uh, I do a podcast called The Radical Retro Roundup. Um, believe it or not, you can Google that and it'll pop up. So, uh, it's good to see the podcast is doing that good. <laughs> yes. Yep. For sure. So, uh, yeah, glad to see it back myself. So, uh, but, uh, alrighty folks, Pre- uh, um, you appreciate you giving us a few minutes of your day as always. Uh, thank you again for listening, uh, like, uh, for, for listening to the podcast. Hope to see you again soon. Uh, stay safe, be well, and uh, later all. Bye. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game, or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep of power.